Hello, lovelies. Welcome to Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. In this podcast, you will find that there is no topic off limits and that we talk about just about everything that might be on your mind when it comes to knowing yourself, growing yourself, and the entire process of spiritual awakening. You will hear lots of laughter and hopefully join in, and you will hear the occasional four-letter word. You will definitely hear some inspiration, and occasionally you might even get your ass kicked. Come hang out and see what it's all about. Let's do this. So on this volume eight of Metaphysical Storytelling, we are going to talk about the vine and the branches. Those of you who have a biblical background already know uh, that John 15 is essentially the statements about that there is the vine, we are the branches, we prune them to bear fruit, right? And so as always, metaphysical conversation for me is not about validating or disputing uh, any type of biblical history. It is about the recognition of the metaphysical above the physical meaning and understanding and how it works towards our awakening. So this conversation today is for you, whether or not you have any interest in the Bible itself. So we are branches on the vine. What? Who is the vine? (laughs) Right? I'll tell you. The vine is divine consciousness. It is that stream of consciousness that when we tap into it, we are made whole. It is like adjusting to a radio, right? We tap in to the channel and we hear the music that we were seeking. So what are the branches? The branches are us. The branches are the individualizations of divine light, whole and perfect and also blessed with free will to grow and twist. Anyone who's ever planted a vine and watched it um, grow up a fence or a wall knows that each of the branches on that vine goes where it wants to go. We have free will. So in the passage, it says that we bear fruit. What is that? Well, we bear fruit when we are whole, when we allow the universe, divine consciousness to work through us, when we allow the vine to feed us and nurture us. It is then that we are so filled with light, so filled with our own divinity, that like the healthy vine in the field, we bear all good things all the divine qualities of source. And as we grow, others are able to learn and grow through that example as well. Tasting the fruit is that power and presence, the manifestation that comes through us from divine source. Beloved, this is awakening, right? This is awakening. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine, in it, right? It is 
Well, it's like what the Buddhists call loneliness. It's opportunity, right? It's opportunity to remember we are in and of source, like a fish in a bowl of water. It is around us, in us, through us. It is us. Then we can bear fruit. We can become the divine qualities. We can become the example that inspires others without that being the end goal, right? The end goal is to awaken ourselves, to be aware, and to manifest love and peace and calm and, well, even money and all the other things, right? So in order to do this, we must be pruned, right? We have to get rid of all the bullshit. We have to get rid of old human consciousness and fears, old experiences that hold us back and make us afraid. So to be pruned, is to remove those things, to remove the leaves, right? The leaves that are dead, those thoughts that have been eaten by self-doubt and race mind and other people, right? Or burned by the sun, right? Scorched by the errors of our judgments so that in that vacant space, new leaves can grow, new outcomes from light and love and understanding. They grow and they flourish in the space where we removed the dead and useless. Just as in the vine in the field, when the leaves return to their natural state, we return to our new and true selves. We continually bear more fruit we continually grow as we recognize that every time a leaf wilts, it is leaving us to make room for something better. You know, as I embarked on the early part <laughs> of my spiritual journey, I began to see the burnt edges and the holes in the leaves of my consciousness. At first, I just sort of picked off the burnt edges, <laughs> right? But that didn't satisfy my soul. For me, I went into meditation and prayer. Not elaborate meditation, you guys, though. If you are into that, great. But so many people are turned off by the idea of meditation. Meditation is not always, you know, sitting in the dark with your legs crossed or whatever that we have in this stereotype of our mind. Meditation is any time you allow yourself to sink just into the presence of your breath, to let your human thoughts float by like they have no importance. So that truth can raise up in you. And in that quiet, you can ask for things, right? I asked spirit and I still do to reveal to me the sources of my imperfections. And then I used the denials to clip the damaged leaves at the root, right? This is not my truth. My mother taught me this. This is not reality. Culture taught me this. Maybe it was experience and maybe it's who that person was, but it's not me, I snipped the whole leaf instead of just picking off the burnt edges. And then we use affirmations to remind ourselves the truth of our being. 
I still use affirmations. But at that point in my life, and at any time in the future where I need it, <laughs> I did and I will use continual affirmations. There were times I walked this world for days, even weeks, repeating the same affirmation like a mantra over and over with every step that I took. If I was not doing something that fully consumed me, I was directing my inner dialogue towards that affirmation of truth so that new leaves could grow and a new fruit. It doesn't matter what you need it to be. Sometimes the most powerful affirmation is I am safe. The key is to be dedicated to the process, right? In the Bible passage, it says, remain in me, right? Let's go backwards. It said that we must be in the vine and remain, right? Remain to continually align ourselves to divine mind, to the source of all good things, to the truth that those divine attributes can flow through us, right? In the passage, it says, he cuts off every branch that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes to be more fruitful. There is no ending, you guys. It's a continual process. You maybe heard me mention before, I have um, one man that I speak with who asks me on the regular, he, he asks me the same thing. He says, am I there yet? There is no there yet, beloved. There's no there yet. The branches that bear fruit, we prune also so that we can grow more, so that we can continue to evolve and flourish, just like the honeysuckle vine on my back fence. Some of the branches die, some of the leaves die, some of the flowers die. When I prune them, it grows more full and more beautiful, more fragrant, and becomes a house for more beneficial things. Bees and butterflies in this case. But who doesn't want more of those? So what is the real request here? What is the real commandment? It's love. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My words, right? What is the truth? What has been said over and over again? What comes to mind to me immediately is not actually in this passage. Jesus said, these things and greater you can do. We can tap into divine source and we follow the commandment. What is that? It is love one another. That does not mean be stepped on, <laughs> okay? We love one another by saluting the divinity and every person we encounter, looking at them and recognizing they too are a branch from the same vine connected to 
grown from with access to all divine source wisdom and potential with every opportunity to awaken and that they too are doing the very best they can, even if they need to be pruned, <laughs> right? In doing this, we have to be mindful because it's more than just words. It is claiming the truth of that person's divinity. To truly love one another, we must judge righteously. Righteously. That means right thinking, beloved. Because we have to know at the core of us that each and every one of us is a perfect expression of the one source of highest good manifest to the highest degree it is capable of in this moment in time. Yes, sometimes we are looking at that from the vantage point of the balcony. And we are blessed and we are grateful to be there. But when we can recognize that they are expressing their divinity at the highest that they possibly can in this moment, not only do we give them the grace to prune and grow, but we give ourselves that grace too, beloved, because our brain cannot believe it is true for us if it does not believe it is true for others. Are you following me there? Our brain, our humanness, will only believe we are capable of such things when we recognize that we each are capable of that divinity. Every one of us, even the person who is failing miserably, has within them, is grown from and connected to the one vine, the truth, the absolute knowledge and potential to manifest all good things, to align with all of the divine traits that make us loving and powerful and prosperous in every sense of the word. So yeah, it's a story. And whatever you believe the vine to be, if you take the Bible very literally and you think, I am a branch growing from Jesus himself, or I am a branch growing from an anthropomorphic God who is ruling us from a higher plane of consciousness, or if you believe I'm an outpushing, and if you believe... I am an outpushing of the universe, whole and good. You know, I've said it before, but the most powerful representation to me goes back to pantyhose. If you put your hand through a pair of pantyhose, you have hand-shaped pantyhose. You are human-shaped God, source, universe, whatever word makes you vibe with the truth. I am Jennifer-shaped God. 
that resonates at the core of my being. And I look out at everyone I encounter and I see the same thing. There's Jimmy-shaped God. Maybe Jimmy's having a hard time. Maybe Jimmy's body is flawed and imperfect. We all are. Maybe Jimmy's mind believes in addiction, depression, discontent. Maybe Jimmy's body was born into a family that was corrupt or hurtful. But the truth, the spirit within the man is of and connected to that one vine, the source of all that is, the energy that makes us all capable and powerful and has the potential to manifest something new. You believe it for Jimmy and you'll believe it for yourself. And so we are the vine. We are the branches. And when we prune, we grow. Until next time, beloved. Namaste.